श्री गौरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जय बहुत प्रेम आनंद इवनिंग वेलकम मूव अप Keep me warm <laughs> with your good company. <clears throat> so again, welcome everybody to Ananda Ashram. Ananda Ashram ki jai. Jai. You see, go Radha Mahadev ki jai. Ananda Ashram is uh, our launching pad here for. Our project Saragrahi, that's just located about a mile from here, a mile to the north, and uh, hope that uh, over the weekend you all take opportunity to go over there and and uh, explore the hundred plus acres that we are developing in the service of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Radha Madhava, and of course tomorrow. We install the deity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It's a very historic event, um, very auspicious. And in light of that, this week we've been speaking about the significance of Chaitanya Avatar, the descent of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And um, we've been here in other parts of the state as well. Carrying on these discussions, mostly from the Bhagwat, Srimad Bhagwat, Srimad Bhagwatam, Amalam Puranam, Yadvaishnavanam, Priyam, and very dear it was, of course, to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is uh, Krishna in the guise of, of the Vaishnava, Vaishnavanam, Priyam, very dear to the Vaishnavas. This book, Srimad Bhagwat. And, of course, we've been explaining how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was found in the book. And we'll continue that discussion tomorrow. Hmm? I left some, bo- some devotees in the uh, eastern part of the state on, on the cliff, on the edge of their seats there with the last discussion from that first verse of Bhagavatam. Um, we have two classes on it, leading up to the explanation of how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was found there. So we'll go into that in some depth tomorrow. But uh, tonight I'll speak briefly from Chaitanya Charitamrita. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita ki jai. Krishnas Kaviraj Goswami Mahashai ki jai. Chaitanya Charitamrita is kind of the last word in the Gaudiya Bhakti Shastra. Sometimes we refer to the text of the Goswamis, Sri Rupa Sanatana, Jiva Goswami, and so forth, and uh, extending that a little Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami uh, as the Bhakti Shastras. Of course, uh, they are books that draw from the greater body of the sacred text, Puranas, Shruti Smriti, and so forth, Veda and Upanishad, and... Um, they do so in such a way as to demonstrate how these texts are speaking in unison about bhakti, and Krishna bhakti for that matter, in particular. And so their books have become canonized, if you will. Uh, they become canons, <laughs> canonical uh, in, in nature for the, uh, the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They formed a sampradaya, a lineage, out of their understandings, their realizations, of the implications of that larger body of texts. And their texts, in turn, as I say, have become scripture for us. So amongst them, Chaitanya Charitamrita is thought to be the last word, although the word is ongoing, as we know. And there have been successive commentators and texts and so forth that are churning the ocean of that um, sacred insight that f- really formed the lineage, the Sampradaya. Mm-hmm. Chaitanya Sampradaya, Gaudiya Sampradaya, same idea. Mm-hmm. The Sampradaya following in the wake of the teachings and uh, 
the implications of the ecstasy, really, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I like to say, and some of you have heard it, who've listened to me, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was like a great uh, waterfall of ecstasy. Uh, here in the area, there are many beautiful waterfalls. I've been told, I haven't visited any of them yet, but some of the devotees have been trying to get me to go there. I don't know if there are any, as um, I think of, when I make this analogy uh, of Niagara Falls, I don't think there's anything quite that big, but a very uh, stunning and uh, powerful body of cascading, a cascada of, uh, of, of, of agua, of water falling down the rock and uh, it just comes to mind because we're just making a kund, a pond at the base of our waterfall in uh, in Costa Rica in Central America. So, anyway, you, you know, you stand back from it with some awe and whatnot, uh, especially a, a powerful manifestation of such like, for example, Niagara Falls and so forth. Um, but these uh, Gosamis, Shirup Sanatan, Jeeva Gosami and so forth, they uh, went and they took the waterfall of the ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and they, they identified it hmm, by way of citing the sacred texts hmm, what the implications of that ecstasy was hmm, and then they wrote about it and by doing so they turned, if you will, the waterfall of his ecstasy into a lake of love of God that's approachable. The lake is approachable. From the lake we can bathe, we can drink, hmm? we can um, do many things with that that we otherwise, in the waterfall form, we have to stand back from, so to speak. So they've done a wonderful thing by this, I want to say. They've, they've written about it, explained it in such a way that it's, uh, his ecstasy is, is um, something we can explore and and understand the theological and philosophical underpinnings of, and uh, thereby uh, approach and and know him, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in intimacy, hmm? not in a way that we have to stand back from him, and that is by becoming like the waterfall ourselves, which is the great possibility that his... Uh, manifestation in the world makes uh, available to us. That ecstasy, that love that uh, found in Radha that exceeds the experience of Krishna in terms of Brahman being rasa. Taitara hmm? Upanishad makes the statement, rasovai sa. He, speaking about Brahman, is rasa. Hmm? So the Gosamis of Vrindavan, they took this in the explored this statement, of course, and ultimately they came to the Bhagavatam, Pibata Bhagavatam Rasamalayam Mahuraho Rasikabhubi Bhavuka. It's a book about Rasa. It is a book about Brahman. So that Brahman is Rasa, the explanation of that is Srimad Bhagavatam. Very nice explanation. And and so, by such explanation, they have given us access to to that, and and by way of uh, making possible a very extraordinary transformation of ourselves, hmm? uh, a transformation that begins with humility, enough transformation, enough flexibility to to bend and bow one's head, and so forth, and and and. With that in place, to chant the holy name of Krishna, Namsan Kirtan, and as it said by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself, what is that verse? Shrotram api Upanishadam dure harikatamrita. Those sounds of the Upanishad, like tattvamasi, neti neti, aham brahmasmi, he said. Shrotram Opi Upanishadam Dure Harikotamrita Dure Dure means in this context it is far away, some distance. Those sounds of the Upanishads that the jnanis are absorbed in contemplating the implication of the significance of and so forth. Dure Harikatamrita. They, they leave you far 
from where what where you can arrive through harikata hmm? the sounds that constitute harikata are much more palatable and charming than neti neti and that's true neti neti it's not this it's not that neither you nor god or this or that or any other thing we're not a thing hmm? we're that which gives things meaning and value hmm? Uh, so, <laughs> to go in the direction of the self and away from things and beyond the self, hmm? beyond things, beyond the self, hmm? what do we find there? We, do we find Prem? Hmm? Prem is, uh, in Dharma we're interested in things and the human sense of self that's derived from attachment to things. In Gyan we're interested in the Atma, not things the self, the experiencer. Hmm. Uh, so, in Dharma we're interested in one form of self, the egoic self. In Gyan we're interested in the Atma, another self. But Prem is not about the self at all. It's, it's about Krishna. Hmm. So, anyway, they've given them a, a means, hmm, uh, a method, if you will, that is is attached to the madness, the ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, whereby we can become mad as well. And we can therefore approach that waterfall of ecstasy that is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and not have to stand back from it in awe and reverence, having become like that ourselves, of that same nature. What does it mean? Oh, all these Mahaprabhu said, Shrotam Apipan, Dure Harikatamrita, Kampashru Pulakade, all these things, he said, that come from Harikata, Astashatvika Vikar, this kind of Vikar, transformation of ecstasy, that will come in you, to be like him. That means they enter the Mahavaikuntha, Vrindavan. That is all land of ecstasy there. The movements, anubhavs, and uh, the feelings, sancharivavs, also movements, sattvika, astasattvika. So all the, all the descriptions of Leela, if you, as I say, look through the Goswami's lens, understand the canvas on which that art of Leela is drawn, hmm? then we can understand, oh, all these movements are ecstasy, the whole affair. Hmm? Uh, Brahma said it in a nice way when he uh, more or less concluded his Samhita. Sri Akanta Kanta Parama Purusho Kalpataravo Drumabhumi Vishchintamani Gunamitoyam Amritam Kataganam Natyam Kamanam Apivamsi Priyasaki Chidanandam Jyoti Paramapi Tarasvadyam Apicha Enta Aham Bajad Sveta Dvipe Tamaham Gulokam Itiyam not easy place to go to, very rarely known this place, Goloka. He says, there all of the singing, all the, twa- all the talking is singing, all the walking is dance, and so on and so forth. And Sri Jiva Goswami Prabhupada has commented nicely, as I like to cite often, if all the walking is dancing, if all the talking is singing, what must be the singing? What must be the dancing there? Hmm? <laughs> So it is a mo- it is a moving place, Braj. The implication of this uh, word is that it's a moving. It's a just like moving cows going for greener pastures, and and the people are cowherds. It's a moving place, yeah. and, <laughs> and in order to, to to go there to stay there, to live in that one has to be flexible. Hmm? One has to be so flexible and so firm at the same time. Hmm? Love is very firm and love is very flexible. Very firm, I never give this up. But you have to be very flexible to do it. <laughs> it has a kind of a movement of its, of its own. There's a combination of these two opposites, if you will. It is love's nature. It, 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 it resolves all contradictions. In love, one's faults become ornaments. And it is my love, as I've been saying recently, that 
Krishna controls. Hmm? Not physically, not mentally. If you're controlled physically, you know it. You're tied up or you're in jail, you know that, and you complain about that. If you're tied up or you're controlled mentally, you might not know it. You might be psychologically and mentally abused and not know it. Some friend will have to come in and say, get out of that relationship. This isn't good for you. You have to get out of that. Hmm? And then by their good counsel, you might wake up to the fact that you're under such control. But body is one thing, mind another thing, heart. Hmm? To be controlled by love, this is a desirable thing. Hmm? And one who is contr- who controls by love, of course, then becomes controlled by love because love is reciprocal. So this is Krishna. Brahman is controlled there by love. And Brahman is therefore moving and dancing, while Brahman is everywhere and therefore cannot move. If you're everywhere, you can't go anywhere. You're already there. But Krishna is Brahman, Param Brahman, moving, and come moving constantly, dancing, his leelas, uh, said to be a 24-hour movement, not like Vishnu, who goes to sleep for half of his life. One breath out in the world manifests. Oh, he gets tired of that. Breathe in, go to sleep for a long, long, long time. Make Brahma's life look like a small, small amount of time, a moment only. He has no leela, really. Shristi leela is called. That's not very exciting. It doesn't do much for him, really. But Krishna Leela, this is doing much for Brahman, for the Absolute, so much that if you have a little interest in that, then those persons who are the paradigmatic figures, the lead players in the role of his Leela, you have a little interest in them and the way they serve, the way they love, Krishna's interest in, will, will come to you very quickly. This will be the center focus, the hub of our, of our practice. Hmm. To, to be so audacious as to, as to have some hope, some prospect, some excitement about the idea of following in the footsteps of the Brajbasis. Hmm? Hmm. This is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to uh, offer to the public, to get them excited about, so to speak. Hmm? And so, a tribute to, uh, to him and Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami is has has uh, done much in that regard through his book Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita and it's said to be kind of as I said that as I began the last word in what constitutes the um, the Bhakti Shastra those books that have taken on a canonical status uh, amongst the Gaudias this book brought together all the different uh, conceptions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by different devotees and um, harmonized them and put forward largely the really the conception, the experience of Rupa Goswami. What is his experience of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Mm-hmm. So we enter into that. Uh, and tonight, forgive me for the long introduction, we'll speak a little bit from the second verse of this great book, Chaitanya Charitamrita. Vande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sohodito this is the second of two namaskar verses in his preface, his sacred preface, the Mangalacharan, to his book. He has two namaskar verses. There are verses in which he offers his respect in a general way to his deity, the deity presiding over the book, and a specific way. So this second uh, verse is in a specific way he's offering his pranam his his self uh, namam namaste namaha not me it's you it's not about me it's about you he offers himself and to gaur and nityananda so these are the deities presiding over his book it is a book about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu but as we see from the Namaskar verse, Nityananda Prabhu is prominently um, represented there as well, and for good reason. So some of that will come up in our discussion. 
But uh, the verse reads, Vande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nityanando Sohodito. Very beautiful, very poetic. This is in Sanskrit. Most of this book is in is in uh, Bangla, in, in, in Bengali, about 10% in Sanskrit. He will make his point in, in Bangla and then he will uh, support his point with a quotation from the Bhagwat, the Vishnu Purana from Shruti, perhaps, a different Upanishad and so forth, um, which of course were all written in Sanskrit. One of the beautiful things about this book, Chaitanya Charitamrita, is that the, the theology and philosophy explaining the ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, locating it on the map of revelation of the sacred texts, hmm? um, which is an extraordinary task. This is what the Goswamis did. They did that by writing in Sanskrit. And this was a way in which they took the person of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who appeared in West Bengal, hmm? and um, he introduced him to the intellectual and pious uh, religious and spiritual Hindu uh, community. They introduced him and made their case that this uh, Nimai Pandit, Vishwambar Mishra, is called Yuga Avatar and, and more. Swayam Bhagavan, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Radha Krishna Nahiyanya. These are very bold, bold statements. You can imagine if you said, you try to make a case, my next door neighbor is God. I mean, it would be difficult. <laughs> it's a little easier in India, uh, but, <laughs> but that can be a problem too. Uh, um, anyway, they, they took this up. Hmm? And so they took the Bengali Chaitanya, uh, as he appeared in West Bengal, Godadesh, and they universalized, universalized, universal. They they introduced him in a way through through the through the through the Sanskrit language, which they uh, were fluent in. Hmm? This was not for everybody. I mean, everybody even even in those days was uh, not fluent and hardly was Sanskrit a spoken language. Hmm? but uh, a sophisticated language for the educated and uh, deeply spiritual-minded people. So they wrote about him in, in that way. And now here we come with Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is the last word, and he's taking it from the Sanskrit back to the Bengali. Mm-hmm. So after they took it to the Sanskrit and explained in great detail, theologizing and philosophizing about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, giving support to their insight and inspiration, as to his divinity and significance uh, to to humanity, um, they they passed the, the works to Krishna's Kaviraj, who so accurately represents them, hmm? so faithful to their uh, uh, their their insight, and again putting it in the Bengali language. So they went. He went back to tell the Bengalis. <laughs> That you thought he was great, he's even greater than that. Here, find out, see what groups and and all these have said, and how it's oh, it's all referenced from the Puranas and Bhagavat and and the, the Upanishad, and there's so much support for this. And whatever sense you had, we want to we want to validate that and take it to another level, and then we want to introduce a, in a very sophisticated way the method behind his madness, that you might become mad as well with Prem. Krishna Preme Radbhuta Charita Bhayabhisha Jalahoi Bitare Anandamoy Krishna Preme Radbhuta Charita This is the wonderful Charita, the wonderful character of Prem. Bhayabhisha Jalahoi Outside it looks dangerous, burns like, like poison, it looks very disconcerting. What is Prem? Mahaprabhu falling in ecstasy, crying all the time. Who wants to cry all the time? Hmm? So <laughs> he's crying and falling on the ground and unable to control his uh, himself, his mind, a danger to himself even. Hmm? This is Prem. And even, in, even the approach to Prem looks frightening. 
the, monk, the monks, for example, and not everybody, but the monks, they shave their head. The devotees, they of all types, both psychologies, the monastic and the, and the household, they have to give up so many things that are not favorable to bhakti. They don't really give up anything. They only love Krishna. And they find out something is not favorable to love of Krishna, they have no care for that. They immediately lose all desire for that. It has no, it has no, no utility in the service of Krishna. It has no value for my bhakti. Ugh. I'm not interested. This is this is the renunciation in bhakti. It's not a hard thing. Hmm? It's a byproduct of the love. Hmm? But even that is frightening to people. Hmm? They think, what do you do? How do you live? You know. Uh, so it looks a little foreboding on the outside, hmm? but. Inside it is anandamai, hulabanandam. And we should, as I like to say sometimes, go within or go without. Have to think about it for a minute. Go within or go without. And how far within shall we go? And how much shall we get? This is what Chaitanya Charitamrita seeks to tell us. So much you will get. Hmm? You will forget the world so quickly. Hmm? Forget it. See it in a different light, for that matter. Hmm? Entirely. So, he says then, uh, in Sanskrit here, introducing his text. Hmm? Our, our task, of course, is to, is to here in the, in, the, in the modern world, where English is the dominant language, to put it in English. My Gurmarsh has, of course, done that. Now to explain his English in our English, <laughs> with our own analogies and examples and so forth from the, the, the world we're living in here, here in the West, that will be very useful and helpful to us. So some ongoing light. Bandeshi Krishna Chaitanya Nitananda Sahodito. I'll try to be brief here. I know some of you traveled from some distance also to come here, and uh, I don't want to keep you up too late. Hmm? But um, he says, one day, I offer my respect, hmm, my namaskar, to Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Nityananda Saha Odita. Saha Odita. Saha Odita means, Saha means with. Hmm? So I offer my respect to both of them, not to one hmm, and not the other. Hmm? We'll see, hmm, when speaking about the other, the one is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and his other self is Nityananda. Gaura Nityananda, Nitai Sachitanai. Hmm? These two, they go together. Hmm? That's what this verse is saying, and it comes out in this book very nicely, time and again. They go together. Hmm? Uh, a nice example when the Dwarasa Gopal in Gorlila, Miniketana Ramdas. Hmm? He came to his brother's house where he found that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was honored. Hmm? But by implication of something that happened in the house, he understood Nityananda Prabhu was not honored here. He left the house. Hmm? He, and he gave a, uh, he cited the Bengali, uh, uh, what is it called? Kotu? Hmm. A uh, kind of logic. Thank you. Kartukutukunai means uh, it means ha- ha- half a hen philosophy, half a hen. You know it maybe, half a hen. There was a farmer. He had a chicken, a hen, and he thought about it, and he realized that this chicken has two holes. One is the mouth on the top, and that hole I have to put feed in. That cost me money. That hole, that apparage, uh, that that cost me money. Then there's one over here, the color eggs come out, wherever it is. <laughs> and, uh, and he said, that one makes me money. Hmm? So, the intelligent farmer that he was, he thought, I will cut off the head, and I won't have to spend any money. It's not a very good logic. Hmm? So he said like this, my brother has this kind of logic. He thinks, I can do away with Nityananda Prabhu, and I worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So you'll get nothing from that. You'll go out of business. You'll not get praying from that. These two go together. Hmm? Sahodito. Hmm? 
And throughout the book, a great effort is made to explain the significance of Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? Um, and f- for reasons of the way in which he kept himself mad, if you will, in ecstasy uh, for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he really started this Chaitanya Sampradaya. It was him who said, he was, ta- he was taught by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, teach the people this, uh, worship Krishna, chant Krishna Nam, hmm? Uh, let's give the, learn the teachings of Krishna. He said, he said, why should I do that? Bhajagauranga, kahagauranga, lahagauranga ernamure, yajana gauranga bhajashayamat prande. He said, I will chant Gornam, your name, Chaitanya. I will give your teachings. I will worship you. I will teach that. Gaudiya Sampradaya began out of the boldness of Nityananda Prabhu. Without this was before any of these books were written. He didn't have any philosophical support written in Sanskrit or Bengali and a whole bunch of learned people saying that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is God. He said, I know it and I'm telling it and I can't hold it back. Hmm? This is Ram. Hmm? Ram Balram. Hmm? He is the first of the Tatprakasham, as it's said in the first uh, Namaskar verse. Tatprakasham. First, uh, I want to say, um, expansion for Leela of, of Sri Krishna is Ram, Vaibhav Prakash. Slightly different emotional content in Ram. Ram is a, is, a, is, a, is a huge tidal wave of fraternal love, Sakyarasa, exploding out of the, uh, 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 the, the fountain of of, uh, of the, the, the Godhead that is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I likened the other day in an example that uh, uh, the sun to God, because in many ways we're dependent upon the sun. So we're dependent upon God. If the sun didn't come up tomorrow, it would be a huge problem for us. Because of the sun, we have rain. Hmm? Because of the sun, we have rain and, and water for the crops and he, and heat. And so vegetation, food, we nourish ourselves from that. Hmm? Because of the sun, we, our minds become happy hmm? on a sunny day. And so many so vitality, good health, get out in the sun. Hmm? So in many ways, we're dependent upon the sun. So this is a general idea. Think of the God as the sun, and uh, it's so big, and it, it's so, so all-pervasive, and we can't miss it. Hmm? We're dependent entities, so we develop some gratitude. And so we want to take that, but Chaitanya Vaishnavas wants to take that further. Take that analogy. We, if we make a metaphor that God is like the sun, something like that. Now go further. God, we are dependent upon God. God maintains us. That's a fact. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's name at birth was Vishwambar, the maintainer of the universe. But how did he maintain? Hmm? This means, this, for this we have to take the analogy further. If God is likened to the sun, one side of that is the sun very, we're very much dependent upon hmm, for our essentials in life. Hmm? The other side is the sun has a life of its own. Hmm? It's very extraordinary. There are nuclear explosions going on in the sun all the time. Hmm? What's that about? We don't know. Hmm? We know it gives us heat, it gives us light, it, it, it gives us vitality and so forth. It gives us things, but what's it doing? That's another thing. All these nuclear, we think, oh, keep away from that. I'm not sure about that. Chaitanya Vaishnavism says, go into the sun, find out what those explosions are. Hmm? And it's on the basis of those explosions, nuclear explosions, if you will, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Vishwambar. He is maintaining the world, not by giving food to people. He's not that kind of Daridra Narayan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the poor people Narayan who need to be fed. So, and he's not concerned with that. He means he wants to feed the rich people and the poor people and, and those who aren't yet people. Mm-hmm. He's nourishing by, by praying. He's come to give Dasya Sakya Vatsalya Mahabdurya those forces that the subjective world is is 
is uh, the primary forces of the subjective world, dasya, sakya, vatsalya, madhudya, hmm? to give this to the, 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 the prem of Braj, hmm? of Vrindavan, Krishna, to the world hmm? in a digestible, almost manner. It's such that you can drink it, you will pass out from it, and you will get up and drink it again. Such an extraordinary thing. This so to enter into the sun, as we think, my God, that's a big idea you have there. I'll just get a tan; that'll be enough for me. <laughs> Something like that. That's a very bold idea. What Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was offering. He's opening the door to this Shwetadvipa, Shwetadvipa, like a private island of God. If you heard. God, he says, on earth, he has a private island. Way out in the ocean of milk, you can go there. Hmm. Hmm. Ocean of milk means it's surrounded by affection, by love. You have to become a lover to go there. The invite is to go there. That's very charming, but not with your shoes on. No. Hmm. You have to change. Your heart has to melt. Hmm. You have to become a lover to go there. Sriyakanta kanta parama purushu. Sriyakanta kanta. Lakshmi sahasra satasambrama. This is Premadurdya. He's surrounded not by one Lakshmi. Lakshmi sahasra satasambrama. Not only many Lakshmis. Narayan has one Lakshmi. This is one form of Krishna. But Krishna has many, many, many Lakshmis. Lakshmi sahasra sata. And what kind? Not only there are many, some Brahma, Lakshmi Sahasrata, some Brahma Sevimano. Hmm? This is a very nice idea. Dibyad Brindaranya Kalupa Drumadha Srimadratnagara Singhasanasto Srimadrata Srila Gobinda Devo Prastalivi Sevimano Smarami Sevimano Smarami to think of that. What is their seva? What is their meditation? Lakshmi Sahasrasatasambrama Sevamanu. They are endowed with a serving spirit that Lakshmi herself is bewildered by. Lakshmi wanted to, to experience what is that mood that they have? That Samartarati. And for that she went to Tapovan. Lakshmi. She's very uh, regal, as you can imagine, hmm? consort of Narayan. There she went, she took off her bangles, she took off her earrings, her nose ring, hmm? she took off her beautiful red sari, hmm? she put on white cloth, just one, just to cover herself, she gave up all rich foods and everything, she only ate little things that fell on the ground, performing great austerities. Hmm? Why? Because she wanted to enter into Rasalila with all those Lakshmis, those gopis, and experience what they're experiencing. Hmm? It's all recorded in Bhagavad. So what happened, of course, Krishna came and said, Lakshmi, what are you doing here? <laughs> this is very. This is not a place for you. Hmm? He says, oh, I'm here. I want to enter into your Rasalila. You want to follow the footsteps of Radhika. Hmm? experience you like Radhika and gopis, all those milk maidens. Hmm? I give up all my Aishwarya for that, to experience that. And Krishna said, very good, but you can't do it like that. You cannot do that. By, just by fasting and performing austerity, yes, that's not the way. Hmm? There's a way to that. This is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to show, the way to go there. She said, well, what's the way? He said, well, in brief... <laughs> In brief, um, you have to give up your husband. She said, I cannot do that. I said, well, I didn't know the finish. It's more than that. And then you have to marry somebody else, and then you have to give up that guy. <laughs> this is parakia. Hmm? No place for that in, 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 in Lakshmi's life. Said, I cannot give up Narayan. That's hmm? not possible. So he said, well... You're not meant for this, then. You have your place. The point is, this, of course, these are stories to make to bring out the point. What is the extraordinary 
Mahabai Kuntam, that is Golokam. Vajay Sheta Dvipam, as I cited earlier, Golokam Itiyam. Very rare place to enter in there. It, it is the, the nature of the loving sentiments there that is so extraordinary, hmm? that has captivated Bhagwan in such a way. Very, very extraordinary. So to enter into that place, and what goes on there, what is the emotional life there? And it's a big wave of that emotional life of Sri Krishna, that is Balaram. Hmm? A huge emotional wave, or, or to use our analogy of the sun, nuclear internal explosion uh, of Sakya. Hmm? Friendly love. This is Ram. Hmm? And Ram, therefore, we should know, Ram is not whole without Krishna. Therefore, Nityananda Sahodito, Nityananda Saha, and Udita. Hmm? So, he, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, I offer my respects to him with Nityananda. Nityananda cannot be whole. Ram cannot be. He's saying these two, Gaur and Nityananda, they are Krishna and Ram. Come again. Hmm? He said, This is extraordinary, but I won't stop there. They've come together at the same time. They, they, are, they belong together. The invocation is, Ram is not whole, as I said, without Krishna. Vrindavanda Thakur says, Oh, and Ram, Balaram, don't think that he is not God. He is. He has Rasa dance too. Hmm? This is just something he has employed to convince people that if you don't have a Rasa dance, you can't be, you know, the be-all and end-all. Hmm? Uh, Ram has a rust dance with some gopis, but that is Mariada. That is not even Ragmar. Hmm? His wholeness is in his friendship with Krishna. Hmm? So when it, wherever Krishna is, to whatever extent he's not there, Ram is not whole. The whole face of Ram hmm? we find in Sakiras, and he presides over Ma, over Vatsalya and Dasyarasa. Some some. Shades of that in his Sakya also. Hmm? So he is with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his Saha, with him everywhere, in everything. Dvijamani, what does he say? Dvijamani, Bhakshatave Jalamala Sutra, Paduka Parai Dhware Aratapatra, we sing in the morning. Yadhavgarya. Dvijamani Gaur, he is the jewel of the Brahman, Dvijamani. Bhakshetava, Jalamala Sutra. Across his chest, Jalamala Sutra, the effulgent thread of the Brahman. The Dvijamani means the twice born. Where is the thread? Across his chest. Hmm? And at his, he's on his bed and in his shoes. His umbrella is mentioned and so forth. And all these, this is a, this is a secret way of speaking about Nityananda Prabhu. He is that thread. Hmm? He has the shoes. He has manifested as the shoes. He has manifested as the umbrella. He is above Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, covering him. He is below him, covering him, hmm? supporting him. And he is, is in central torso. He has wrapped himself around with, with, uh, with the Brahman thread. Means he's, he means he's with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He's with him. Mm-hmm. He's on the same page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> therefore, Therefore, you don't say... I would take Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but I don't care for Nityananda Prabhu. This is the half-hen logic hmm, that should be avoided. He wants to make this point here. It will be played out later, as I say. These two are together. Saha Udita. Udita means also rising high. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's glory has risen high because of Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? As I just said, he began the Chaitanya Sampradaya. With boldness he went and said, we will worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And on the strength of his enthusiasm and conviction for that, Without any scriptural support or, uh, or such, just, just his bhava, the, um, his, uh, the, the measure to which he is, his very life is service Krishna, to Krishna. And here it is, Nityananda has come, Rama has come as Nityananda and Krishna as Chaitanya. So he's just living out his life and, and people are, others are following and enthused by that. Later, as I say, the Goswamis wrote about it explained who was Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and legalized that. But Nityananda Prabhu couldn't wait for that. He started. So he has caused Saha Udita. He has caused the, the Chaitanya's glory to rise very high, like in the Leela of Jagai and Madai. He wanted to make him known as Patit Pavan, 
by delivering the most impious people of the time. Hmm? And in turn, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has caused the position of Nityananda to, Prabhu to be, to, the opinion about him to rise high amongst others by always point in, in others by always pointing to the uh, significance of Nityananda Prabhu, who was, as I say, a difficult person to understand. He might show up in an assembly naked, hmm, and for, didn't know that he didn't get he forgot to get dressed. Uh, he would swim in the Ganges with uh, alligators. He would drink from the teats of the cows, like a calf. Hmm? Uh, rather mad, uh, an or- unorthodox in his way, but his love for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could not be denied, and the ecstasy that he that he he's constituted of was uh, compelling. Hmm? So Gauri Vaishnavism started out of this wave of Sakyaras known as Nityanandaram. Hmm? He wanted to tell, Krishna has come. He is in search of Radha's love. Hmm. This is most a glorious thing that Dinapu was thinking. From a little distance, I have a great regard for that. One day, Sri Krishna, Krishna says, Chaitanya Nityananda Sohodito Gododai Gododai Pushpavanto This word, Sohodita, uh, uh, it means the union of the Gaur and Nityananda, they've come together, and it also refers to this metaphor now that comes in the third line. He says, Gododai Pushpavanto Goda, Goda means as a name for Bengal, an ancient name for Bengal, Goda, Godadesh. And it's also, it's it's like, uh, it also, the implication is it's a sweet place, like Goda, hmm? you know? When you make... Jagri, yeah. Very sweet. Hmm? It's a sweet place. Bengali is a very sweet language, of course. Um and a very sweet place, a very sweet uh, idea, not not really Bengal, but Godadesh, the place of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. What is, that is Shetadweep, that is Gupta Vrindavan. That means this, Krishna, he, in Ras Lila, Maharas, he saw Radha's love for him, the measure of that, and he was perplexed by that that I have no experience of what is her her ecstasy. I have to taste that somehow or other. This is his idea. Hmm? In order to do that, he needed to extend his lila. Hmm? If we should understand, we should understand, Gore lila is Krishna lila. It is not a different lila. It is the same lila. It cannot be a lila of an avatar of Krishna. Hmm? Because no avatar of Krishna is interested in tasting Radha's love for Krishna. Only Krishna is interested in that. Krishna is avatari. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, a, so is another form of Krishna. Hmm? This is... Uh, uh, Krishna trying to be the taster. He is rasa and he is rasika. Hmm? To take the, the full measure of, of being a rasika. Hmm? I may be rasa, and I may be a rasika, but she is higher rasika than me. Uh, I want to taste that. Bhagavatam is that, for that. Pibhata bhagavatam rasam malaya muhuraho rasika bhuvi bhavuka. How to become a rasika, that is the teaching of Bhagavatam. And Krishna is trying to become a rasika in the book. That's what it's about. Krishna trying to become a rasika, and he was unsuccessful. Krishna Leela failed. It is a failure. But he's very creative, so he manifests another Leela, disguising himself in the golden color and so forth. But my point is that this Leela is Krishna Leela. It's not an avatar Leela, it's an extension of Krishna Leela. That Krishna might taste the fullness of rasa from the vantage point of Radha. I've likened it to a reverse jacket. If you have a black jacket with gold stripes on the inside, and the outside, it's a gold jacket with black stripes. And this is Krishna Lila and Gaur Lila, reversible. Hmm? And so Navadvip, hmm? this this place in in Godadesh, hmm? that is Vrindavan. Vrindavan hmm? <coughs> things turned a little backwards. Krishna's trying to taste the love of Radha by taking her position. Hmm? Very ex- very extraordinary idea. Hmm? 
So that place is sweet because Krishna Leela is sweet, Vrindavan is sweet. There's no uh, Aishvarya there. There's not like Om Narayan. Hmm? In Vrindavan, they worship Narayan. Nanda, Baba, Jashodumai, they worship Narayan. Shaligram, Narayan, Nisringa Shaligram, in their home. Aruti, Puja, like this. They're worshipping, doing Aarti, but their mind is somewhere else. You ever do that? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> They're worshipping, but the mind is somewhere else. Their mind is somewhere else. Mm, that is with Krishna. What is Krishna doing there? Uh, yes, yeah, like this. Mm. This is a very extraordinary place, very sweet place. Mm. Uh, Krishna, very human-like. Mm. He doesn't have four arms. We don't think that God has four arms. He can do everything. He has four arms. Mm. Sometimes mother says, child is pulling on the sari. Mommy, give me that. She says, I don't have four hands, all right? <laughs> Relax. Mm. Ryan has four. He can do everything. So Krishna's God, but he's not appearing as God. Mm. This we call Madhurya. Madhurya, very sweet Leela. Mm. So this Godadesh, this uh, Navadip, Gorlila, this is very sweet, very charming. Hmm? Godadai Pushpabanto, Goda, Goda Udai. Goda means the sweet place in Navadip. Udai, Udai means Udilaruna, Pura Babha, Udilaruna, Pura Babha, Tijamani Goda, Amanija. Udilaruna. Udita, Udila, Udaye, it means like the rising. You ever go to Bengal, Navadip, there, and the, just rice fields everywhere in the delta of the Ganga, and then the sun is rising, and you see it right on, just, just, just right on the edge. There's no trees or anything to get in the way. It's just like, like coming right out of the, out of the ocean, out of the Ganges, uh, and just a big, big Arun, red ball. Udilaruna Purabhage Dijamani Goramani Jag Bhakata Samhua Loyisati. Very nice song I'm saying about Tibinur. Udilaruna. Aruna means Aruna Aruna is the it's the color of Sakiras actually. Ras has a color. The color of Sakiras. So he said these two Goda Goda Udai on the on the horizon of Goda, hm? They are rising, Uday. Hmm? Hmm? Um, and, and together, these two, such good friends they are, hmm? inseparable friends. Yeah? And Pushpabanto, the, the metaphor, as if the sun and the moon were rising at the same time. And the sun nourishes in its particular way. I mentioned earlier the moon relish, nourishes also. It's thought that the moon gives, uh, makes the, makes the uh, fruits and the vegetables succulent and give taste and so forth. The moon is very much used in, in Indian aesthetics and poetry as an example of, 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 of tasting. Hmm? The Gita gives reference like this too. So these two together, as if the sun and the moon were coming together, this is a very uh, extraordinary thing. He, he, he points us to the, to the east, where the that's the direction of the gods, so he he's, he's saying, this these are God these two Gauranityananda, Ram and Krishna, the eastern direction this, where we do our worship to the east, hmm? they're coming west they're coming to us down to us so, leaving aside the Aishwarya and coming to, yeah, very sweetly inviting us into the, this, um, uh, sweet lila. Radha Govinda, Ram Krishna, and so forth. Hmm? Pushpabanto, like as if the sun and moon were to rise at the same time. That would make the news. The sun came up and the moon came up with it. And going in the same direction. He, he wants to say, he wants to say, kind of sharky, like, that's impossible. That's, uh, he said, like that. Chitro. Hmm? Chamatkar. Hmm? This chamatkar, this is the basis of Rasananda. It is, a, it is a state of amazement, a state of emotional, spiritually emotional amazement. Chamatkar. And then, Dasya Sakya Vatsali Madhur, it's all, these are, this is a zenith point, an acme of emotional components. Hmm? Uh, 
vibhav, stai bhav, vibhav, anubhav, satvika bhav, sanchari bhav, hmm? all coming together and a, a moment of, of amazement. Hmm? He says, chitro, this should make you amazed what happened. They've come to give this premrasa. It's very extraordinary. In a big way, to illuminate the world and in the darkest parts of the world, the, the, the hidden corners of your heart, they're going there. They will even leave no stone unturned. And stones, they don't, they don't turn themselves over. Hmm? <laughs> they, they, you know, so you go and unturn those stones. And our heart is worse than a stone. We've turned it over. We've covered it. We're hiding it. It's atrophied. He doesn't care for that. Chitro samdo samdo tamonudo. He says, they give samdo. This do meaning they're giving some everything. Sama is the what is the son of dharma. Sama also means this is the central idea, the core idea of yoga. Sama balanced equanimity, and from there we go off balance, hmm? in love, dancing in another way. Hmm? Some though, they're giving though, some and more, <laughs> much more than that. Hmm? To emphasize that you mean they're giving praying, this, this brudge praying, and to emphasize that he says, chitro samdo tomonudo. Hmm? I want to say, he says, they're giving the praying, and don't misunderstand this praying, what it is. Tomonudo. It is, among other things to be sure, the absence of all darkness, hmm? such as their illumination. Tomonudo means, and then he, then he defines later in his explanation, what is this tomonudo, what is this darkness in the heart that they eradicate hmm? and thereby illuminate the heart? What is that? Dharma, artha, kama, moksha, vancha. A desire for all these things, for dharma, for artha, for kama, for moksha, for economic uh, well-being, deliver, uh, money, money hoarding, for uh, sense pleasure, for even dharmicness, righteousness, and beyond, turiya, moksha. Hmm? world is moving for these things. People want to be pleasured. People want to be powerful, secure, not die. People want to be virtuous. Virtuous. They're preoccupied with wanting to be things that their atma is. Thus, they they lose sight of their atma. The atma is is has some ananda in its constitution. Atomic ananda, not like Bhagwan's ananda, not like. Bhaktisananda, hmm? Jivananda it's called, Swasuka, Bhagavatam refers to Sukha's, Sukadev's pleasure of the self. That's not Bhakti-ananda, this is, not, this is objectless ananda. Hmm? Bhakti has an object in which ananda is, is reposed. There's, there's the object, the vishai, and the ashray, too. Hmm? There's the object of love, and then there's the love, the lover. Hmm? So, self-realization is not bhakti. Hmm? No. Hmm. But at any rate, we we pursue things that we are already, hmm? and at the loss of the of, of what we pursue, because you can't get much love out of things. Hmm? And our pursuit in the world is is for material acquisition. So the desire for things, the desire even to be virtuous, a desire for, for even for liberation, hmm? it, it's, it, it gets in the way of experiencing all that you are. And what Mahaprabhu was giving, and Tananda was giving more than what you are, what you could be, given good, the right circumstances, given the grace that their dispensation uh, constitutes. Hmm? So Tamonudo eradicates these things from the heart. These are the ideals given in the scripture. It's a, are thought to be noble, hmm? but prema pumarto man panchama purushartha. They're giving a, a fifth goal of life. You know it is said, dharma artha kama. Hmm? 
you can talk about moksha. What can you say? They just say, it is the fourth. We're saying, and it's beyond the fourth. What can we say about that? Hmm? We say, we cannot say enough about that. Hmm? You cannot say enough about it. Shankar says, what can we say about the fourth? We say, right, don't say anything. Stop talking. Hmm? And we won't even talk about the fourth. The fifth we talk about, though. <laughs> Not that words can do justice to that. Hmm? But if we have words at our disposal, we should use them for that. Tadvag visargo janataga viplavo yasmin pratishlokam abadhabati api namani nantasya vishun kitaniyat shinvanti gayanti gunanti sadhu. This is what words are for. Hmm? These are what were. I wanted to say I love you, but the words got in the way. <laughs> An old song. Hmm? But we try. <laughs> we try to put it in that feeling, meaning that what, even materially speaking, what to speak of what is love of God, what to speak of what is prem. Hmm? We try to put it in words, somehow or other, try to speak about that hmm? and convey the feeling. Hmm? What Krishnadas Kabhidra is trying to do here. He'll go on to say in his explanation of this verse, and I'll conclude with this, that how you get that prem that Gauranatinanda come to give, hmm? he says, they will bring you to two Bhagavatas. Dui Bhagavata. Dui Bhagavata. Hmm. Uh, two Bhagavatas. The book Bhagavat and the person Bhagavat. And in touch with them, then you can get this prem. They are the givers. Hmm? We think, wait, you know, I mean, Chakor and Nityananda are giving. Who could give more than them? They're going to introduce us to somebody lesser than them who can who can give it? Hmm? That's not their thinking. They're thinking, no, no, we're, we're giving it, we're asking, telling you you can get it from people who have it more than us, hmm? even. Mahaprabhu, he told Raguna Das Goswami, he came all the way to Puri, left his family life and everything at great risk, and 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 uh, took shelter at Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's feet. He was a wealthy person from a wealthy family. He gave it all up as a young man and lived in just a loincloth there in Jagannath Puri. And and he asked Mahaprabhu, I've come all this way. I've been here for some time. He asked Srub Damodar, under whose care he had been placed, could I have a few words with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself? Hmm. And so Surabhadamadar asked Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, if he wants to have some words with you. No, he said, you talk to him. Hmm? So Surabhadamadar says, yes, he told me to talk to you. Later, again, he asked, sometime later, he said, any possible, like, you know, have the dash, a couple questions, uh, some instructions directly from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Surabhadamadar asked Mahaprabhu, Mahaprabhu said, you don't, he doesn't understand, he doesn't get it. You know more than me, he told Surup. <laughs> you know more than me. I came here to learn what you have. You are the late Tasaki. I am Krishna. You are Radha's fast friend. You know what is her ecstasy. What is her... I want to learn that from you. I, I didn't try to give him something less. I'm giving him more. <laughs> we think, Pujapad Sridhar like to give the example. Of, if you want to look at the farthest star, you have to look through a telescope. right? And so the telescope is like this. It has a small lens, and a little bigger, 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 and the end is a big lens. So if I say to you, now, if you want to see the farthest star, yes, I say, now look through the small lens. Into, well, I want to look through the big lens. Hmm? I don't want to be cheated. I want to look through the big lens. So then you look through the big lens and you just get a headache from that. You see? Hmm? So like this, this problem prior, like a telescope. Hmm? The guru can help us the most. Hmm? It may be hard for us to understand. He can help me the most. She can help me the most. She's right there. Hmm? Hmm? Custom, custom made for us. Hmm? Uh, uh, Krishna gives himself to the Guru, not in any lesser way, in a very comprehensive way. Hmm? And he arranges that Guru. Brahmanda Brahmite Kon Bhagavanji Guru Krishna Prasadi Bhai Bhakti Latavij. Krishna brings the Guru, and the Guru gives Krishna. Hmm? So he says, I, they bring you in touch with these two Bhagavatas, the person Bhagavata. Hmm? Guru, that person who speaks in such a way that you think, yeah, that's I agree with, I feel like that. What he said, he is articulating, 
Yeah, that's like what I believe. I, it's like not a foreign thing. He's able to explain your own heart in a way that, yeah, if I really thought about it, that's where my heart goes. Hmm? Something like that. It's a very familiar feeling, not an artificial feeling. Hmm? It says in Upanishad, or Bhagavad, uh, one must have a guru. What is that verse? Tad vigyanartam sagruum evabhikachet. One must have a guru. It's sort of kind of ominous. Yikes, I must have a guru. I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm ready for that. But it, I take it another way. I must have a guru. And you must be my guru. Hmm? You must be. I cannot... I've, I've heard from you. I've been captured by your example. I must attach myself to you. This is in my... I cannot... I cannot get... Uh, uh, my, my necessity in such a way, anywhere else, even if it was from God himself. <laughs> this kind of feeling comes over one. Yes. Then Guru becomes captured by his own teaching. Hmm? He's teaching worship Krishna, and then they capture him. He has to accept some regard on behalf of Krishna. Hmm? It's a charming idea, actually. So they say, he, he Krishna says, he brings him in touch with the person, Bhagavad, and that person speaks the book Bhagavat, hmm? brings the makes the book alive for us, hmm? brings new light from there, turns that uh, text and brings out new and relevant insight, relevant insights for us. Hmm? So this is uh, his, as I say, specific Namaskar verse. I don't want to, as I said, speak too much, too long. We have many things to talk about still. Along these lines, we'll continue tomorrow with this type of discussion by moving to the Bhagavad itself, concluding here with there to be two Bhagavatas, the book Bhagavad and the person Bhagavad. We'll have to talk a little more about the person Bhagavad because some of you have come here and in your madness have chosen me as the person Bhagavad. So <laughs> I have to honor that. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And, and then a little bit about the book Bhagavad. We'll speak from the book Bhagavad. Hmm? in how the first verse of Srimad Bhagavatam is explaining the satyam param dimahi, that one, the supreme truth that one should meditate upon, that is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Srimad Mahaprabhu ki jai, Gaurnatyananda ki jai, Sri Sri Gauradha Madhav ki jai, Sri Ananda Ashram ki jai, Sri Saragrahi ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Brinda ki jai, Gaur Premanande, Gaur.